0: Welcome, everyone, to Secular Buddhism for Skeptical Atheists. Yeah. With me, Dougie Robertson. And Mike Hoffman. Hello. 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 I don't know why I said my full name. I guess it's the he- it's the top, isn't it? It's okay to, you know, Dougie Robertson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're going to find it on their socials. Not when, too formal. When you, okay.
1: They definitely look you up later. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy?
0: So here we are, episode two,
1: series two, two, two. This is the podcast where do you need to be secular? Do you need to be an atheist? No. No. Why did we call it that? Don't know. We went into. To that in the first episode i guess we did all we're trying to do is share some concepts with you that you can take into real world situations and that's what series two is all about yes if you want an intro into these concepts and the basic ways that they work or that we believe they work in the real world mm. in a non-superstitious way check out the intro series earlier in the podcast feed in today's episode well mm. why me why me sad face emoji yeah let's try this Ooh. let's 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 both talk about examples of why we've recently when we've recently found ourselves saying why me Mm. sad face emoji yes and then after that we can talk about what we did to get out of it yes uh and i think this is particularly relevant because a lot of people in the wake of covid have had to change their plans and and i I think it's and you know worse than changing your plans people have lost people people have gone through all sorts of upheaval lost their work lost their their whole status quo it's totally normal Mm. to feel in that moment like, like the world is falling down around you mm. individually and, and you end up asking yourself why
0: me Yeah. so Dougie when have you felt like why me I suppose I mean the most recently was this morning Um, because right, right so so today was a crammed day I was going to go to the gym do the gym go to a coffee shop prepare for the podcast come to you record the podcast then go to cabaret okay easy, <laughs> easy planned nice. day you know didn't leave much room for error anyway I'd been in the gym for about 10 minutes and then the fire alarm went off and this is a massive building in, in the middle of East London and and it was all evacuated we all had to come out onto the streets and we were just standing there for you know 20 minutes while I specifically wasn't gymming and uh and it all felt you know it all felt very unjust and this is going to sound ridiculous to people but in the moment I was just very angry I was consciously angry um and I was like this is ridiculous you know why me literally why me and then of course my husband was with me at the time and he said there go your plans (laughs) because I'd mentioned what we were recording today episode Um, one episode one episode one and then but then you see. he made me laugh and then it was a bit better Um, and yeah I suppose thinking a bit further back one of the most defining things in my life has been the process of coming out for the first time to my parents right when I look back a big part of how I dealt with that was through a lens of indignation like why why is this happening to me why is why are my parents the parents who have a problem with being gay or at least aren't initially intuitively accepting yeah this is so unfair why am I not understood exactly and this all through the lens of like a 17 year old adolescent everything everything's a price at that age Isn't it mm. yeah, I'm, I should say That's not at all How I feel about it now Or about them now But it, when I look back That is exactly How I experienced it Okay And that's great We'll come back to that Because I, I think The example
1: that I have Is from a totally Different type of perspective mm. but Same thing uh, So I've, I've been going through Real A bunch of health issues mm. Recently Well a, a massive health issue That has A, a lot of Spiralling effects Coming off of it uh, And um, It caused me to be Really sick yeah. Just just incapacitated For a while A couple of months ago and since Then the pathway to Fully understanding what's Going on and finishing off the diagnosis And Mm. starting a treatment plan Has been very bumpy To say (laughs) the least and uh, roundabout And full of uncertainty and Still isn't complete Mm. and There have definitely been Extended periods of time during The months of going through that Where I have felt like just why is this Happening to me Mm. which feels Really demotivating when I'm Feeling that way and yeah. makes me uh, it risks making you give up under the weight of this unjust world. Yes, right yes. when everything's against you, yes. how can you possibly succeed? So yes. why try? Essentially, yes. Yeah. Um, so those those are the that's the dark place, right? Mm. Those those are the tough moments. You were saying that you got out of both of yours, both the 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 kind of um, I guess laughable stuck outside the gym mm. and and also the the tougher one from childhood. So what how when when you're stuck in a why
0: me moment how do you get through that i mean often slowly <laughs> um i mean the gym example i was lucky because there was someone there with me and they were able to introduce like light, lights right like a kind of a sense of lightness and laughing at yourself often is actually a very powerful way of, of disempowering any sense of uh, it helps us realize often that we're telling ourselves a story basically and that's you know and you sort of zoom out a bit it wasn't you know i, I was okay <laughs> um and even now i still feel a bit ridiculous um but in the moment it all made so much sense. Um, with something a bit more complex, I guess, and also I had sort of half as much life experience as I now have or mm-hmm, take yep. uh, back when I was seventeen. Coming out of that, yeah, it took a long time. It's taken about a decade, I would say. Uh, so I wouldn't. I don't want people to think you can just think your way out of this in a in a moment. The way I got there was to start with by acknowledging that when we ask ourselves why me, it's because we're telling ourselves a story where we are the protagonist, right? We're the main character right. in this story, mm-hmm. and so why me? Because I'm the most important person in the world. So if you say why me, it means that things are happening to you, and you're you're experiencing things as things happening to you, whereas actually things are sort of happening around you, or there are you know we choose to experience things as things that are happen to us. And so once I started being able to see it in those terms, and also lots of time was passing, and I was you know growing up and getting more independent, and all this stuff was also happening, then I was able to begin to understand why I started to realize that actually it's very likely that my parents were telling themselves the same opposite story. You know why. Us. statistically quite unlikely that one of their kids would be gay not impossible mm-hmm. but it's you know statistically it's it's more likely that i wouldn't have been yeah so it's it's entirely possible they'd be telling themselves that story too and be and if they were feeling half as bad as i was then no wonder they were acting a bit peculiarly sometimes and so once you start to think in those terms then you, it just brings a lot of light to the situation and you well in my case i don't want to project on anyone else's experience but in my case it just meant i was able to think about it with a bit more lightness and and think about them more kindly and that just ended up being a sort of a basis a foundation for building some sort of new positive relationship with them mm. uh, it's, it's a journey so how about you i mean it's it's all quite recent this um, y- yeah uh well i mean still going through it currently yes. i mean my instinct when you said i say sometimes why me was to say so would i probably <laughs> uh I, I, firstly
1: it's easier to be easier on myself because i know mm. that it's a totally natural reaction to mm. uh, in any kind of situation like even with you know the old your car breaks down or your friend apparently is punching you on the on the arm yes um oh (laughs) him yeah yeah Yeah. uh it's it's totally natural in Mm. kind of any situation to get caught up as the protagonist in in the story and be saying why me uh but my way out of it has been sort of different Mm. in that i try and bear in mind that the question of why me in my opinion for this situation Mm. is entirely irrelevant Mm. because conditions like what i'm going through happen to anyone mm. and it's not cancer but just you know the the cancer rates that we have out there now are, are so huge as mm. you know if it's uh, not yourself it's somebody that you know Yes, it's uh that's uh i suppose that's just it's a scary <laughs> jarring thing to to just drop in as a side point in a podcast but mm. it is the fact of life and and all those people going through that will be asking why me as if as if to say this shouldn't be me this mm. is not mm. this was not in my plan for myself. Mm that's all likely true it is an affront to the ego like Mm. we talked about in our first main episode um, all those months
0: ago but it it doesn't change the fact of what you're living through no i suppose it is important if you are someone out there who is who has had some diagnosis or something has happened and you are asking yourself why me remember it is okay and normal that you are asking yourself that question oh yeah like that's super it'd be almost weird if you weren't Mm -hmm. um but when i find myself asking that question i try and
1: shift however much of my thinking i can shift away. Away from that I, I shift that thinking to mm. bearing in mind that it doesn't matter why me it doesn't matter if there's like a genetic cause or if there is something in know, my environment or my lifestyle whatever mm. that that led to it being that way it just is that way mm. and i'm just going to have to deal with it mm. uh and that's fine i should say for anyone that's worried i'm fine like grand scheme of things i am fine and and mm. uh what i'm dealing with will be uh even to a large extent already is quite manageable mm. um but that aside yeah in those difficult moments I say it's it just is so yeah. why me is not even uh in the picture mm. um, and so you know I like a parable yeah, I love a parable yes you like a parable too yes yeah yeah this got me thinking of one that's quite popular in the in the old uh secular Buddhism Ooh. circles Ooh. but we haven't actually covered on the on the podcast here yeah, well we like that circle yeah it's uh the parable of the second arrow do you know this one I think I, I didn't I didn't read it out as a parable last time but I might have mentioned it in passing. You may have alluded to it. I can read this out. In the parable of the arrow, okay. Picture yourself walking through a forest. Suddenly you're hit by an arrow. Ouch. Oh, it causes you great pain. Duh, obviously. But the archer is not done. What? Can you avoid the second arrow? That's the okay. okay. I don't know if I can read that out the way that the, I copied this from a website, right? Can you avoid the second one? That's the arrow of emotional reaction. Oh. Uh that's it's worded a little bit cheesy, but the, the point is there you can think of initial suffering this is back to our our old mate the poor noble truths ah yes them suffering exists you're gonna experience it so yes. that's that's the first arrow it's unavoidable yep. you're gonna get locked shot. out of the gym oh, oh shot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you Dougie are gonna get stuck out of the gym yes. or oh, are, are gonna um, have teenage angst with your parents yes. I Mike I'm presently gonna be going through some health issues that first arrow mm. unavoidable yeah but if I then stand there in the forest just waiting this arrow I've taken to my knee yeah. crouching over this arrow going why? Why? Why me? Yes. Why why have they shot me? That is taking over my whole ability to do anything else Yes. then oh, I yeah. am just sitting in plain sight ready yeah. for that next arrow to uh, come and hit me okay. as well.
0: Oh, I understand it now. Yeah, yeah,
1: that makes sense. So your first arrow is the, the pain the whatever, mm, the yeah. bad experience. The second arrow is that suffering of suffering is yes. our, our, our old friend the born noble truth. If you just get hung up on the fact that you don't want to be going through what you're going through, that's going to hurt more. Of course it's not easy by any means and let me tell you I know that right now from personal experience, current experience uh, it's not easy to to just move on from that and say no I'm not going to worry about that anymore Mm. but for whatever split second of a moment you can let yourself move on from that and say maybe I should just allow myself for the next hour or for today or for this week for it not to be the number one thing that I'm thinking about yes. that is every time you can manage to do that is a huge step in yeah. the direction of starting to put it behind you or incorporate it into your life or whatever it is you need to be doing yeah with that, with that first arrow yes because sporting it on your knee with like a some jewelry hanging off it, yeah you know yeah yeah turn it into a turn
0: it into a positive <laughs> if you can anything else to add to that the only other thing that springs to mind is it reminds me of um i don't know if you're aware of rain the acronym rain um, so let me remind myself <laughs> i don't know if you're aware of the acronym RAIN because I'm not either. <laughs> I am but I want to make sure that I get this right so we've got recognize which is where we we recognize that we're stuck okay we're recognizing we've got that arrow in we're right. going to allow ourselves time to say allow I, allow ourselves time to say okay I've got an arrow okay
1: yeah okay so okay yeah so so it's okay not to be okay for a while yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then got we've it. got
0: investigate which is you know what do I what do I need to do now what actually how how do I move this forward how do I switching into pro. Proactive. Exactly. Yeah. And then the last one, so there's a, there are a couple of words for the last one. So the one that I've got written down is nurture, which is about being kind to yourself. But one which yeah. my favorite yoga teacher often talks about is the idea of non-identification. And that's why I'm mentioning it because I think you can end up overly identifying with the arrow and it's sort of... Oh, kind of, yeah. And it becomes that's a massive great. part of you. Whereas actually it's just an arrow. There. I mean, it's, it's actually quite a brutal metaphor as being <laughs> <laughs> imagining it, but it is still just an arrow. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. probably very painful. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's taken you. off your... Like, yeah exactly yeah. so it's not you and it's just another thing around and so yeah don't overly identify no i i love that rain so react no
1: realize realization recognize recognize, recognize allow all the same. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> let me try again uh, so recognize yes. that you are experiencing an arrow so hey mindfulness yes. there yeah, yeah like i feel this yeah i recognize that it's because of this okay mm. cool. allow let allow. yourself feel that don't judge yourself for it yes if yeah. you are asking why me yes why have i been shot yeah but then i, I investigate. Yeah. Figure out. What you can do about it yeah. For me that was Just figuring out I had to let go Of asking why me yes. And then I, I like the second option Non-identification Yeah me too Yeah. Oh yes Because for me I'm saying okay I am not I'm not defined By this thing yeah. That will be with me Probably forever mm. It's just another part of me And that's an adjustment But that's what The I The investigation was for Rain yeah. Oh look yeah. at you yeah, yeah. Did
0: you have that prepared I did But not actually For this episode Okay Right. So, well, I've made it relevant We'll find some, uh,
1: Just Burn that other one down Yes Okay that was great i think this is a perfect time to move on to
0: listener questions Ah, yes listener questions are brand new well semi-new section this is the second time we've done it so it's still pretty new yeah why don't you well why don't we use your voice so
1: all, all i all i need from you is you saying listener questions listener
0: questions Oh wow! There we go. That was good. Maybe that 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 is the sting. Um, Maybe. A bit aggressive. Yeah, I I, I sort of just code switched.
1: I think as a one-off, that works fine. So I have our question of the day here. Jess in Leeds writes to us saying, if you fall off the Buddhist bandwagon, how do you get yourself back on it? So I guess, what what tips do you have if you're becoming a little bit grumpier, finding it harder to use empathy, be mindful? Yes. What gets you back in rhythm?
0: Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's all so connected so i suppose the first thing is that if you're having this conversation with yourself then you've already started moving back to it because you you're aware of it you're conscious that it's happening nice yeah so be kind to yourself about that Uh, this happens to me quite a lot and it's for me it is a cycle Um, and i've come to almost i was going to say enjoy not enjoy because it's not enjoyable being a bit more anxious or having a bit more of a, a louder monkey brain all of that but it's actually a really nice way of reminding yourself why you do it and why it's something you prioritize in your life because you're sitting there and if you're not doing anything then it just gets worse and worse and you see that happening so what i do the, the actual practical answer that i would give because i know this is all i've been a bit sort of a bit kind of conceptual about this but the practical thing i do is for me it's all about habits and forming habits so i have a few things i do that are sort of my gym for the brain which is i think what mr headspace calls it right um, yeah. and so i will when i'm planning my week i'll put in my meditation my meditation in my work calendar in the middle of the day i might schedule in a walk i'll make sure i'm going to the gym and make sure I'm not getting drunk every night. And it's different for everybody, but there are things that I consciously do or can consciously do that if I do all of them, I am more able to be more present more of the time. Mm -hmm. And so I just make sure that I'm prioritizing those and whilst also not beating myself up about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. My my
1: answer is very similar. I do have things that are, I I don't think everyone should really do this. I have a to-do list app on my phone that sits on the home screen and pops up
0: every day. Some people find that quite oppressive.
1: Yeah, uh, so don't do like that it. If, it, if it doesn't work for you. It pops up reminding me daily to do my journaling, do my meditation. And mm. that's where a lot of the journaling helps me work through and kind of um, keep myself reminded when I am starting to get a bit grumpy. And I got mm. I have to be honest, going through what I've been going through recently, my patience for, uh, for just nonsense mm. is way down. <laughs> so I, I find myself being different with the people around me for sure. And, and so mm. journaling helps me... Recognize and, and at the very least say I'm going to try and do a bit better mm. around that Journaling is very similar to talking really So make sure in the absence of that That you are talking to someone mm. uh, Even not in a not in a therapy type way But just you're checking in with your friends Or your family And mm. you're, uh, you have somebody around you That you can say I feel like I Although I like to be mindful of what I'm going through Or what people around me are going through mm-hmm. Or use empathy I've not been so good at doing that mm. Recently, mm. and and you know, you never know. The conversation might take you in a direction of oh, maybe why, why is that? Yeah, and that'll give you step to work on. Yeah. So I guess I'm saying have a mindfulness practice, which is for me journaling and meditation, and I try and do those as regularly as I possibly can every day. Ideally, when I can find the time, I can't always. But mm. for me, the first step of getting back on that uh, wagon, <laughs> I think it was, is to uh, restart what I've fallen off of. The mm. rest comes on from there. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out what your what your self-care and your mindfulness yeah foundation right. yeah. yeah and then keep yourself honest about when it's disappeared and then like Dougie said as soon as you recognize it there you go. W- step one step one you don't need to yeah. do any step because yeah. you've already recognized.
0: Yeah exactly it's like a meditation where the teacher goes and just come back to the breath mm-hmm. like you're just bring yourself back to that and that's you're just noticing and coming back and it's sort of it's a, an extension of that in a way. That was a
1: great question. Thanks that was a really good question. Thanks Jess, Thanks, uh, Jess. uh if you have any questions you you can contact us on our social medias, and I we would love to have your voices on the on the oh yes. show, like John from yes. London, yes, uh, in the first episode of this series. So drop us a message, send us your question, and we'll uh, figure out how, and we'll and we'll get a voice note from. You. We will, we will. <laughs>
0: uh, but you can find us on on Twitter and on Instagram and on Snapchat and TikTok actually, and my handle on all of those is d zero ug seven a five Douglas. An elite. It, it is. It's showing my age. And mine is at
1: OMG Mike Hoffman. You can find me on Instagram, or I am now also doing Twitter. Ah, oh, with the old so people. That's what they say, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Twitter. So, what did we cover today? Gosh. Well, why me? Why me? A sad emoji. And thinking about why actually should it be me? Yes. Yeah. And, and is it just
0: me? Actually.
1: Yeah. As always, back to the four noble truths. It you know sometimes it is gonna be you. Yeah. And also getting back on the wagon yes when you're falling off yeah that's a pretty full one i think we can probably leave it there yes yeah
0: i think that's that's quite a lot that's a lot to think about i'm gonna do the outro today so uh thank you very much for listening to this second episode there'll be plenty more to come and um have a lovely day <laughs> <laughs> talk soon talk, miss, talk soon miss you goodbye goodbye